The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. We've had an episode before where we talked about our tips and our tricks of traveling with kids. You have three kids. I have two kids. They're all under the age of... Five. Yeah. Um, So for some reason, I just keep thinking he's six. Um, So we, you and I separately, just took a few different trips where you only had to travel with one kid. Right. And I traveled to another country with two kids. Not just another country. You traveled to a different hemisphere. I did. And like, if the world is in quadrants, you wouldn't just go one quadrant over. You went as far away, I think, as you can go without maybe going to South Africa, which might be a little bit further. That's true. It's on the list, but not right now. (laughs) Please tell me how and why you and your husband thought that taking a trip to Australia with two small people. Yes. Like, how did that even materialize? Because I can tell you it would not even be in my prism of thinking. Well, we've traveled with them fairly frequently since they were about five weeks old. And um, it was, honestly, it was a conversation. So they're good travelers on a plane. They do all right. We've done a couple six-hour flights. Um, But obviously, we had to take into consideration what we were about to embark on. you know, here's, here's the honest truth. My husband travels for a living. He travels all the time for work. And we had a zillion points that we'd been saving and we really wanted to go big. And we're like, well, it's now or never. Like, let's just do it. So our four-year-old and our almost three-year-old got on a plane for 15 hours. And here's what my husband suggested. And I will tell you, it was brilliant. He said, why don't we take a late flight out? So they go to bed at 8, 8.30. The flight was at 10.30. And I said to them, okay, after they give us food, because they feed you food because it's so long. After they give us food, you have to take a nap. Otherwise, you don't get to watch any TV or movies. Yes, I bribed them. I don't care. I'm not above it. No, don't be above bribe. Bribing on a flight on travel in general is absolutely acceptable. Yes. Yes. I highly agree. So that was our thing. Cause I knew they were tired. I knew they'd sleep at least six hours and they did. They were little champs. They, I think they slept maybe six and a half hours. They woke up again and had a snack. The older one watched movies the whole time. Cause I knew she wouldn't go back to sleep. The little one took another nap. Um, you know, my husband got up and walked with them and they would go sit with daddy. Cause you know, you're on a plane, you can only fit three in your section. So I sat with them and I didn't sleep that well because I'm trying to make sure my kids don't fall off the seat onto the floor. But as long as they sleep well, then it's all right. So we did that. And the bonus of it was that after that, we had a connecting flight that was another two and a half hours. So really they flew 17 and a half hours and they liked planes. They were so over it by the time we landed. But even the people around us were like, they did a great job. So we were very lucky. And my husband was like, we're flying again with them when they're tired and need to sleep, which I think that was our, that was the key because on our way back, it was 14 hours or maybe 13 and a half. And it was the middle of the day and it was harder. Yeah. It wasn't a nightmare, but it was harder. 
Right. And I just got back from, I took my daughter, so the three turning four year old, mm -hmm. um, just down to Texas with me while I went to South by Southwest because my in-laws live there. And so I thought, hey, this is a great chance for her to get some one-on-one -on -one time. And um, actually, it might be the first time that I've done that where I've actually taken someone, just one kid with me when they're after they were babies. I used to do it when they were babies. Um, and I, well, I dropped her off at grandma and grandpa's house. I went down to Austin for South by and, uh, but she's right at the age where it's like, I love her to death, love her. And you have a three and a five-year-old. So you want, you know this, but like, she's fantastic. It drives me insane like that. Like, yeah. So she can be great, and then she can just go right over the edge, especially if she's tired or sugared up. Yeah. So I just like have been looking at her for the last week, like, oh my god, I have to be on a four-hour flight with you, plus like all of the other travel time. Like this is going to be both really great and going to test every ounce of my patience um, to do that. And the, the way down, she was great. We flew in the morning, um, so there was no nap. She was not sleepy but she was really good and, the, and on the plane we're much more liberal with screen time and mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter because when you're three you like want to watch a movie and then like 15 minutes later you want to see what else is gone yes so i switched oh movies, i switched games like i was like can we not just like just focus on one but fine whatever and um and i did i had to kind of work and stuff like that so i had my computer open and she had her stuff and we spent then the last 30 minutes of the flight or so maybe last hour writing notes so she's really into sticky pads and notes so like i don't know why i buy her anything else if i just give her a sticky pad or like a pad of paper and a couple pens like she will just go nuts so that's what i did so we wrote notes for the pilots we wrote notes for the attendants we wrote notes for nani and grandpa oh. and all of these people so when we went to get off the plane you know, she had like her little stack and she gave them to each person and she like ran up into the floor, like into the pilot's cabin, Aww. into the front of the plane and like handed them those. And before I even had time to get my, my camera out, uh -huh. he was like, um, she was back. And I was like, oh, don't you want me to take a picture of you and the pilot? She's like, no, let's go. I'm like, okay, well, that's not, okay, that's not important to you. So, um, so just kind of like putting my stuff aside and just spending mm -hmm. that time with her and making sure she was good. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing, and I'm going to give a very public shout out to Alaska Airlines, who is my favorite airline to fly, not only because I'm MVP gold, but because no matter at what stage of the loyalty of flying with them, it's always been a pleasure, but even more so now where they are super accommodating to both me and then the people that I fly with. Mm -hmm. And I cannot just thank them enough for knowing that um, it was important for me to be on a business trip and, and have certain like expectations and amenities and then like be able to accommodate both of us yep. um, was super, super great. So uh, thank you, Alaska Airlines. You are not a sponsor of this podcast, but but we love you anyway. But we love you anyways. And if you want to be, Ashley and I both live on the West Coast and uh, need to probably start traveling to yes. see each other with our families. So um, yes. there you go. Uh, so what else worked there? I actually did not take a car seat on the flight. That's, I think, something that I talked about last time. Mm -hmm. And it on the way back yesterday, she was much more tired. And I wish I would have because it would have made her more comfortable mm -hmm. sleeping. And instead, we figured it out. But um, like I was just one thing I was like, oh, not that I want to haul a car seat through the airport for a three-year-old, but it it would have made those things and her squirmy little body, mm -hmm. you know, just a little bit more contained, especially we had turbulence yesterday. So I was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like I packed my little PBK 
kid's uh, suitcase. She loved it. It fit everything. And then I was actually measuring it. It's not too much smaller than my own suitcase. So there you go. Um, okay. So you went around Australia for yes. like two weeks. We went for two and a half weeks. Cause if you're flying 15, 17 hours with, the, with toddlers, you need to be there for a while. Yeah. You know, there's jet lag and I think they fell asleep and cried at dinner for the first two nights because we were just trying to get on a regular schedule there. And I, my, my oldest was so tired. She sat in my lap. She didn't even want to eat. And she just sat on my lap and literally within 30 seconds of sitting in my lap, she was asleep. And the other one was falling asleep in her high chair. And I'm like, we just got to, we were at a restaurant. I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. Like this is not everybody. And, and my daughter, my oldest daughter got sick while we were there. We had to try out the healthcare system in Australia. Um, it wasn't anything big. She just had a virus, but you know, when you've got a fever for five days, we threw her in the pouch. Uh, God bless the ergo. That's all I have to say. I'm sure people looked at me like I was crazy with this long legged four year old in a pouch, but I wasn't going to make her walk because she didn't feel good. And we kind of, you know, we're in this place. We're probably not going to go again for a long time. So we didn't want to stop all of our activities. We had one day where we stayed in the hotel when she really didn't feel well, but otherwise we didn't let her walk for four days. And then she, you know, we made sure she napped. We made sure we stopped and took breaks and we, you know, went back and forth from the hotel and she was fine. But, um, I mean, those, those kids were champs, but I will tell you, I will second what you said about the airline because no matter which airline we fly, um, it's really huge when the flight attendant is the person who's like, Hey, do you need extra snacks? Do you need extra water? Are you guys doing okay? If there's one person that is usually it's a person who has kids and they remember and they're like, you know, that is huge. That is super huge. Find your ally. That is my biggest thing about travel. You've got to find your ally on that plane because it may not be a flight attendant. It could be a mom who's sitting across the aisle from you. Who's like, Oh, I just did that three weeks ago or three years ago, you know? I remember you need to find your ally. So right. I think that's huge. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And whether it's, you know, bribing your ally, right? So like yes. bribing them with cute kid notes or bringing them a bag yeah, of drink candy. Tickets. Drink tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you can, you can make nice a lot of ways mm -hmm. um, on a plane, on a train, on a bus, like whatever it is. So, mm -hmm. um, do that. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I really told Lena about flying, told my daughter about flying was we want to make sure like traveling is stressful for a lot of people. So when we travel, it is our job to be kind to everyone. Uh, because who doesn't want, like, first of all, she's three years old and looks like a cartoon character and talks like one. So people love her anyways, like in yeah. the airport or whatever. But like if I can reinforce, like it's time to be kind, it's time to think about other people, especially here that I think takes that focus off of her and how she's feeling. And like, how do you think these people are feeling? Let's make sure we're not like running underneath their legs or yelling on the airplanes or mm -hmm. whatnot, like travel, whether it's going through security, talking to gate agents, whatever. If you are kind, if you can put yourself in their shoes for a moment and because especially when you're with kids, you're asking them to do the same for you. Right. As much as you can give, or as much as you can give, you can also take back that if you need it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's super, 
super important. One more thing I want to ask you, Ashley, is yes. how in the world did you plan an itinerary for two and a half weeks thinking about two young kids, two little ones with you? Did you do, how did you craft that itinerary to say like, this is a place we might never, ever, ever get to again. And so for you and your husband, you probably have wanted to see different things, but how did you do that with your family in mind and understanding where those limits and where those breaks and, and how to do it to make sure it was a fun trip for everybody? I will tell you my secret weapon. And then I will tell you because <laughs> everybody doesn't have access to this secret weapon. My husband planned the whole thing. He is basically, because he travels so much and he is fascinated by all the things in the world, he did all the research. I just said, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And he was like, how about, you know, one, two, three also. And, um, and he planned the whole thing. So we spent a whole day at home where the kids were in school and he was like, how about we do this? What do you think about this adventure? What about, what about this adventure? Do you think the kids are old enough? I found this, but I don't think the kids can do it. So there was one thing we wanted to do that was you can walk over the Sydney bridge, like you can hike over it. And that's obviously not kid friendly. And we had to make the decision. Do we want to do it separately? Do we want to do it bad enough? We want to pay a lot of money and we want to not share that experience with one another. Or do we want to say to ourselves, okay, we're going to come back. We may be on our 25th anniversary when we come back, but are we going to come back and do it then? Because it's more important that we a stay with our children all together and because it's a family vacation and B um, that we experience that together. So that was a conversation that we had when it came to not kid friendly stuff. Um, otherwise most of the stuff he looked for was everything the kids could do. We swam in the great barrier reef. Kids can snorkel and swim at that age. They have it. It was very child friendly. And if it wasn't child friendly, we weren't doing it. That's really the bottom line because it's a family vacation. And we decided a long time ago when it's a family vacation, unless we have grandparents with us, we will do family things together all the time. Now there are times that grandparents come with us and that's when we go get away for dinner or date night or whatever. Um, but, and I know you have, uh, there are options. I don't know if people know this. You can get a babysitter at some hotels when you are traveling, whether it's in the U S or somewhere else. If you really want to, I have a very hard time leaving my kids with strangers. It's a thing I have. It's call me a hel helicopter parent, if you will, but I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I it took me forever to find a good babysitter that I, I didn't, that I had met. Um, mm -hmm. And so we won't do that, but that is an option for some parents who are okay with that and maybe more secure in their situation or in their parenting or with their children or for older kids but it's just not something that works for our family, but it is an option. So people be aware of that. Like that is pretty awesome. That's a good point. I have done that before. I actually hired not a hotel babysitter, but like through a nanny service mm -hmm. in town um, when I was working and I was taking babies on trips. So it's, yeah. If I didn't have somebody with me, I did do that once so I could take a gig. And um, I hired a nanny service through a nanny service for an afternoon. It was only like four hours. Mm -hmm. And I just had her put, find my phone, find my friends on, like share my, share your location with me for, you know, for that duration. And here's my hotel key and here's a stroller. You can stay on property. Um, Cause it was a, five month old baby, like, right. So just feed her when she needs to feed, she's going to sleep the whole time. Yeah. Not for that limited thing. I think if like 
certainly there's things that you would be comfortable with and not comfortable with. Right. Um, that but one they I also do the work for you. There's background checks, there's fingerprinting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and I trusted the nanny service versus right. something I would get from a hotel, although they're probably right. fine. They, I think they are. And we even know there were a couple, uh, we, we went to an event. I went with my husband and, um, the girls came too. And they said that we, there was a babysitting service in the hotel, in a kid's playroom. And we left our four-year-old there because she wanted to go play for 30 minutes. I was like, okay, I can try this for 30 minutes. And, and they, we, you know, my husband had had a 40 minute conversation with the director prior to that. So I was like, okay, I think we're good. <laughs> but, um, they offer that and it's amazing. And if you need it, take them up on it. Cause those are the people like that service, fingerprinting, background checks, all those things. So it's like, okay, well, if you need a minute, take a minute and go do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's but I like, I like your point about if it's a family vacation and we've invested time and energy and, and money into a family vacation, I really love that point of view um, of, you know, our objective is to be a family as much as possible and not go do those things. Because it would be very easy to be like, nope. I'm going to go do this over here. I'm going to do this over here. But I love how you just kept that in view. And you guys, I mean, I, I was watching your pictures. I was watching the updates and I just loved everything that I saw. And even though I missed you terribly, I knew that you were having so much fun. Um, and I was just beyond impressed that you would, you and your husband would take your two girls, um, at such a young age on such a phenomenal, um, adventure and be that brave. So kudos to you. You win the travel award and you probably Thank win you. travel bingo, which you can get on mombuns.life Instagram page. Um, and also on mombuns.life, uh, website. So yeah. we put together a travel bingo card. So Ashley, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you like four or five on the card. Um, just to find out if these things happened on your trip. All right. Hit me up girl. Ready? Spilled yeah. snacks. Oh, you better believe it. Okay. Um, side eye from strangers. You know, I don't remember that. No, no. Kid songs on repeat. Yes. Oh, good Lord, yes. <laughs> uh, for a bonus point, uh, what is the kid song that is always on repeat right now? <sighs> right now, it's, it's, it's Tangled. It's uh, that Tangled, at last I see the light Disney song. It was let it go, so I guess it could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> that could be worse. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, questioning life decisions? Yeah, I believe that's, that's what happened on day four of the fever. Like, uh, what, what's happening in my life right now? And junk food travel snacks. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And which one? Um, does it have to be, like, a, a travel snack on the plane? No, just, I mean, you were on a two and a half week trip. You had all the food. I ate all the Nutella in that country, I swear. <laughs> I really think, not like we don't have it here, but I ate it like we didn't. So yeah. that is Tim Tams. They're, they're cookie there. Oh yeah, Tim Tams are amazing. They are. And somebody told me that they're here in the United States and I went, mind blown crazy. Yeah. So anyways, so that's just a sample of our, uh, our mom buns traveling with kids bingo card. And the so, kids can play. The kids can play. Sure. I mean, I'll, yeah, we'll edit out the swear words. I'm kidding. <laughs> we should have a kid's version and a mom version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we can like, work on that. You know, on like iTunes, they have the explicit one and the clean one. All right. We'll work on that. <laughs> that out for you. So yes. find that at mombuns.life and our in Instagram channel too. Um, and 
thank you for sharing about your awesome trip. I think that's fabulous. I think this is um, a much needed part two. I don't know that we've intended to do part twos of episodes we've already put in the can, but um, this one's super, super helpful to understand what it takes to take a family of four literally across the world and, and make it back in one piece. Yeah. In one piece. Well, and here's what, here's what I'm going to leave our, our audience with today. Here's what I think we should leave them with. I want to know, I still want to know the travel hacks and the travel tips from all the parents who have taken their kids on a flight, because I'm sure whether it's a train, like you said, a train, a bus, um, a plane, there's got to be more out there. So hit us up. Let us know. Like, like Lauren always says, slide into our DMs. They're pretty open. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.